How you think about public speaking determines how you feel about it. And how you feel about speaking determines what you do or don't do with it. What opportunities you pursue and what you let pass you by. If you think public speaking is scary, you won't go near it, right? If you think you're not good at communicating your thoughts well, you won't speak up. If you think you're not capable of becoming an extraordinary speaker, you won't spend the time necessary to improve on the skill. You see how this all connects? Changing your thoughts, feelings, and actions around speaking, around communication, is the way to change your results. Meaning developing a growth mindset and working on it consistently is the only way to transform yourself into a more dynamic communicator. Now, how do you go about doing all of this? Well, let's hang out for a few minutes and let's chat about it. You are listening to the Speaking Made Simple podcast, where we simplify the process of becoming a captivating communicator by bringing you practical tips and strategies so you can learn to show up and speak confidently anytime, anywhere. Hey, 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 fabulous friend. Welcome back to the Speaking Made Simple podcast. I'm Chila, your host, a public speaking mentor, author, and the creator of the soon-to-be-opening-its-doors Speaking Made Simple Society, the place where ambitious women come to learn to speak with confidence, clarity, and class. I am so happy to be back with you. Thank you so much for being here. I love, love, love our time together. So if you were with me last week or listened to that episode, you know that I introduced the four pillars of authentic communication, how to be genuinely confident in how we show up with our words, with our message, unapologetically sharing our voice in front of an audience. And what I'm going to do in this week's episode, I'm going to go into the first two pillars in a little bit more depth and explain to you why they are important. And then we're going to take next week's episode and we're going to talk about the second two pillars that are so crucial in order for us to become genuinely confident in how we communicate. So the four pillars that we talked about or I introduced last week's are mindset, content, delivery, and then deliberate practice. And then I'm going to take today and talk about the mindset and content piece of it. And then we're going to talk next week about the second two pillars. Before I get there, I want to make sure that you are aware of the fact that we're opening doors to the very brand spanking new Speaking Made Simple Society in just a few weeks. In fact, uh, it's in about two and a half weeks that we're opening doors and I cannot wait to show you what's all the amazing things that are happening and what's going to be waiting for you on the inside if you decide to join us. Now, if you are someone who you have on your goals list for 2023 to really be intentional about improving your communication skills, your public speaking skills, how you show up in front of an audience, how you um, present yourself, the words you use, all the yummy things that go along with public speaking, I want you to go to speakingmadesimplesociety.com 
speakingmadesimplesociety.com. And I want you to put your name on the wait list because I will be sending out information to people who are on that wait list, all the yummy details before anybody else. So if you already know, hey, listen, this is something that I am interested in, then I want you to go to Speaking Made Simple Society and put your name in there because I have some really great things coming your way. Okay, so as I said before, last week we talked about the four pillars of confident communication. So we talked about how it's important for us not only to focus on one aspect of speaking, which is the delivery part, which is a lot of the programs, I feel like this is where they go wrong because they only teach the verbal and nonverbal skills, right? If you think Toastmasters, they're very heavy and they're very rule-oriented around delivery, not using filler words, how you, you know, express yourself, all of those things, which are great because that is part of becoming a better communicator, but that really is just one aspect of it. And if we want to become an extraordinary speaker, we need to focus in on more than just the delivery, especially nowadays where people really want to know the heart of the person. They really want to peek behind the brand. They want to get to know the behind the scenes. They don't want perfection, right? People don't really resonate with perfection. And so while the delivery matters, and we definitely want to polish that, we also want to focus in on other things. And to me, the very first step or the foundational pillar to becoming a more genuinely confident communicator is working with our mindset and really taking our mindset to a place where it propels us to show up more confidently and better. So what is mindset and what does it have to do with speaking, right? So according to the dictionary, mindset is defined as the established set of attitudes held by someone, a person's way of thinking and their opinions around certain things. And it was Carol Dweck who first introduced to the public this idea of mindset in her book called, very, very clever, uh, Mindset Title, right? And in her book, she argues that there are two types of mindset. And her team did an extensive research on this topic. And according to them, there's two types of mindsets. There's the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. Fixed mindset says, I'm stuck with the knowledge that I have, the talents that I have, the skills that I have been born with or have been blessed with, and there's nothing I can do about learning new things or growing in a certain area. While the growth mindset says, even talent needs to work hard to improve, um, and that when you put in the work, you can improve and become better every single day right? So let's look at that real quick, the two differences, the two different ways of thinking. So people with fixed mindset believe that skills, intelligence, and talent are natural. Failure is shameful and should be avoided at all cost. Some people are naturally good at things while others are not. And you're not in control of your abilities, right? So these are the beliefs held by people with a fixed mindset. 
On the other hand, people with a growth mindset believe that you have the capacity to learn and grow your skills. Failure is a valuable lesson. There is no such thing as final, right? Like you're not failing and then it's final. You can always learn from your mistakes. They also believe that people who are good at something are good because they built that ability. And I can testify to this with so many of the things that I have worked on throughout my lifetime. And you are in control of your abilities. So basically, these are the two differences in their beliefs. Now, as far as effort goes, people with fixed mindset believe that it's not necessary or it's useful meaning putting in the effort is not necessary or useful because if you don't have already a natural ability or talent in a certain area, why bother, right? See effort, they see effort as a negative thing and something you do when you're not that good because if you're good, you're already good, right? You don't have to work on it. On the other hand, people with a growth mindset believe that it's an important part of the process, And they focus on this process in order to get better. And they are consistently focused on improving themselves. People with a fixed mindset more likely to avoid challenges or back down from challenges, while people with a growth mindset really embrace challenges and they persevere. People with a fixed mindset get discouraged when they make a mistake and they really avoid making mistakes. While people with a growth mindset see mistakes as learning opportunities and ways to improve. And then finally, people with a fixed mindset get really defensive and take it personally when somebody criticizes them or gives them constructive feedback. On the other hand, people with a growth mindset appreciate feedback and use it and they learn from from criticism and really use it as a springboard to becoming better, right? So those are really the, the two differences between a fixed and growth mindset. So what does this have to do with speaking and becoming a confident communicator? Well, how you think about public speaking determines how you feel about it. How you feel about public speaking determines what you do and don't do with it, what opportunities you pursue and what you let pass you by. So if you have a fixed mindset and you think public speaking is scary, you won't go near it, right? Because in your mind, you think If you're going to fail, if you're not good at it, you don't have a chance to grow and become better. If you think that you're not good at communicating your thoughts well, why would you speak up? You don't want to look foolish in front of people right? And if you don't believe that you you can become an extraordinary speaker, why would you spend the time, the effort to improve that skill, right? Because you don't believe that that is possible. So why would you waste the time? And this is why it's so important for us to develop this growth mindset that tells us effort is necessary, that effort is what's going to make you better. Failure is not final. It's a learning opportunity. And that improving upon your public speaking skills is something that is 
completely possible for you. But see, the thing is, when we have learned to think in a certain way or believe in a certain way for a long time, it's going to take some time to rewrite those limiting beliefs, rewrite those old beliefs and start thinking in a new way, right? I remember when I started on this journey 20 some years ago, I was convinced that I was not good at public speaking and that I was never going to be good at public speaking. And I remember the first time I was introduced to personal growth. And when I was introduced to this idea of fixed mindset versus growth mindset and how much that changed my life. Now, did my life change overnight? No. Did my public speaking skills improve overnight? No. It took me 15, 20 years. In fact, I'm still improving and getting to my next level of communication. Because I do believe that there is room for improvement for as long as we live, for as long as we're on this earth, there's always a next level. There's always going to be someone who's going to be better than us, right? So there's there's always room for improvement, but that's that's good news because that means that we can continue to become better. So that's why it's important for us to not only develop a growth mindset, but then to also focus on developing other areas of mindset, because that's what's going to impact how we see ourselves, how confident we are, how we show up in front of people, whether we really lean into our own style of who we are, because that's another thing that's going to hold us back, our self-image in a way, right? And all of those things are impacted by our mindset. But here's the good news. When we go from fixed mindset to growth mindset, when we realize that we have control over our thoughts, we have control over our emotions, we have control over our beliefs, and we can reframe and rework those things, we get control back. It means that we are no longer acting from a place of victim, but we are acting from a place of I'm in charge of my life. I'm in charge of my thoughts and I'm in charge of my beliefs and actions. You see, it's also mindset that determines, as I said before, how we not only view ourselves, but then how we show up and how others see us as a result of it. So as you can see, mindset is such a big piece of this whole puzzle. Not only that, but it's the foundation to everything else. This is why one of the three main, it's one of the three main areas that we will focus on working on inside the Speaking Made Simple Society. Mindset. Because it's an ongoing process that we have to work through. And when we get to the next level, we we need to work through that level. It's kind of like an upward spiral, right? There's a downward spiral, but then there's also an upward spiral. And, And when we grow, we have a next level to grow into. And I believe it's the foundation that we need to build and continually grow and improve upon in order to be a truly confident communicator. Without this, none of the other pieces really work because if we don't believe that something is possible for us, we're not going to show up for it. When we run run into the first roadblock, we're going to give up because we're going to convince ourselves that this is not for us. 
We're going to tell ourselves things that I told myself 20 years ago. I'm too shy. I'm too introverted. I'm too awkward. English is my third language. Who am I to speak in front of others? Nobody's going to listen. My message doesn't matter. And on and on I could go. All of this is impacted by our mindset. And this is why it's so important for us to learn the tools and use the tools to rewrite, rework our mindset and lean more and more into that growth mindset. So that's the very first pillar in becoming a genuinely confident communicator. The second pillar is content. It's basically what's being communicated. The words that we use in our presentation, how we introduce ourselves, whether we do an IG live or we do stories or reels, the words that we use matter. Content matters, right? Especially in a day and age where there's so much content out there, right? One of the best ways for you to stand out is to hone in on who you're communicating to, meaning the audience, and what do they find helpful? What do they find valuable? And the only way you're going to be able to determine that is if you actually take the time and prepare. You prepare, you understand, right? That doesn't happen in the public. That happens behind closed doors. You know, I always find it funny Whenever I do a presentation and I walk off stage, people will come up to me and tell me just how amazing I was and how great the content was. And I remember one of my clients who became a client after she heard me several times on stage and she walked up to me and said, you know, how do you do it? Like I've, I've heard you speak so many times and every single time you just deliver it's, it's there. How do you do it? And I remember looking at her and and saying, are you sure you want to know it? Because I'm pretty sure you're going to find it disappointing. The answer is going to be disappointing to you. And she looked at me, she said, no, no, I really want to know. What do you do? And I told her focused preparation. (laughs) I remember she looked back at me. She looked puzzled. What do you mean focused preparation? Meaning every speech that I do And yes, even when I introduce myself at a networking event, I prepare in advance behind closed doors. I prepare in my mind what I'm going to say. Now, obviously, depending on how big the presentation is, how much time I'm going to take to prepare. And obviously I've been doing this for a while. So the preparation time is probably not going to take as long as for someone who's just starting out. But if I know that I'm going to go to a networking event and I know that there's going to be these kind of entrepreneurs or business owners there, I'm going to tailor how I introduce myself to that particular audience. And I'm going to practice it a few times, saying it out loud. And I have been doing this for 20 years, right? People are always surprised about that, but that's what's going to make you good. I absolutely love that quote. And I know I said it in the previous episode as well, but we don't rise to the occasion. We fall to the level of our training. And this is training in, in real time, right? Knowing what you're going to be saying, not memorizing. There's a big difference, but knowing kind of what you're going to be saying, the flow, right? And so I do focused preparation. 
Now, if I know I'm going to be doing a keynote message, you bet your little tushy, I'm going to spend a significant amount of time preparing that presentation. And I have a flow that I, or a a formula that I have been working, um, every single one of my clients through. And, uh, when, when it comes to preparing presentations, it doesn't happen by chance. It's, it doesn't happen by accident. Great presentations are prepared and delivered on purpose. And this is where the rubber really meets the road. When you prepare in advance and you prepare content that is valuable for the audience, it's going to be received well. But again, this needs to happen before you actually step on stage, before you actually step in the spotlight, before you stand up at the next networking event and you introduce yourself. So the way you do this, prepared, focus, uh, prepared, prepare with focus, meaning at home, in your office, behind closed doors, you want to get clear on your audience. Who are you speaking to? The second thing you want to get clear on is what do they find valuable? And the way you find that out is asking the question, what do they struggle with? What do they resonate with? What do they aspire to? And what are their dream results? And then you speak to that. And you can do this even with a networking event. Um, If I know that I'm going to go to a networking event that's mostly going to have women entrepreneurs, I'm going to introduce myself very differently than if I'm going to go to an event where there are mostly medical professionals, right? I'm going to maybe pull in some questions that are related more to female entrepreneurs, or I'm going to make a shocking statement that's more related to medical professionals. So even just a small tweak like that can make a huge difference in how you connect with your listeners, with the audience. And that happens when you get clear on who am I going to be speaking to and what is going to resonate with them? What do they need help with and how can I speak to that? So there you have it, my friend. Those are the two pillars and I could go on forever and ever. And this is definitely something we're going to dissect and dive deeper with um, inside the Speaking Made Simple Society. But these are the two pillars besides the other two that we're going to be talking about next week. When it comes to becoming a genuinely confident communicator, you want to focus on growing your mindset, developing a success mindset around speaking, and you want to focus in on the content, what's being communicated, the words that you're using, who are you talking to? Is this something that you're going to find valuable? Is it going to connect with them? What are the stories that you're going to use in order to really connect with the heart of your audience? Don't forget to come back next week because we're going to be talking about the other two pillars, which are all about delivery and that deliberate practice and what that looks like in order to tie all the other three pillars together. So come back next week and we're going to finish that up. But for now, I just want to remind you, if becoming a genuinely confident communicator is on your goal list for 2023, and you really want to learn how to show up with your message in a way that really resonates with any audience that you are speaking to, I want to invite you to go to speakingmadesimplesociety.com 
put your name uh, on the wait list and you're going to hear from me with more details on when we're opening doors to this incredible membership that is all created and uh, curated for ambitious women who want to speak with confidence, clarity, and class. Okay, friend, I want to thank you for spending your last few minutes with me. I know that your time is your most precious asset, and it means so much to me that you are here every single week, tuning in, hanging out with me, and I really hope you walk away feeling it was well worth your time. If you really enjoy listening to these episodes, I want you to share it with a friend. You can just grab the link, send them uh, over via a DM, uh, in a text message, or an email, There are many, many more people out there who want to learn how to become more confident in in their communication, and I would love for you to share if you enjoy the episodes. Okay, friend, I want to encourage you as always to continue to show up for yourself, for your audience. Your voice, story, and message are something that need to be heard, and the world needs that unique thing only you can offer. Okay, friend, bye for now.